Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. As part of honoring Mental Health Awareness Month, today we will be discussing mental health during and post COVID 19 practices to follow. Our guest today is Shreya, who is a psychological counselor with Dear Mind. Let's learn some of the best practices we all can follow to take good care of our mental health during times like these. Let's go. Exactly one year completed with the show. And this month, as you all know, we are celebrating the mental awareness, mental health awareness month. Last week, we had an excellent speaker talking about how we should all prioritize mental health during difficult times. And boy, are we in a difficult time right now? Yes, we are all, right? I am in. I know every most of my friends are. It's tough times. We are all in this together. That has become a slogan. That has become a, a part of our email signatures, WhatsApp chats, etc., etc. It's so good to see that people, each of us are supporting each other, right? It's fantastic. So today I have another excellent, excellent speaker. Uh, she is a friend of mine, uh, sorry, a friend of friend, actually. So today I have Shriya with me, Shriya RK. She holds a master's degree in clinical psychology and has been working in the field for almost three years now. She first worked with Grow to Fly as a junior remedial educator and then as a school counselor under Jitnyasa Assessment and Counseling Center at Paranj Bay School. Currently, she is associated with Albert Private Limited as a consultant psychologist. She is also associated with the organization Dear Mind as counselor and has, has her own private practice of psychological counseling where she has been handling clients from age 16 to 38 with issues of related to emotional disturbance, marital relationship problems, psychological well-being, etc. She is also a co-founder co of Unico, a medical health platform. She is also associated with Sakal Medic Media Group, where she writes blog for the mental health initiative. We are in this together. So we are going to talk a lot about, uh, you know, what kind of practices we should follow to take care of our mental health during and post COVID-19. So without further ado, let me bring her on. Hey, Shriya, how Hi. are you? Can you? Hi, Rick. I'm great. I'm great. How are you? Am I audible? Yes, yes, you are. You are. Yes. Uh, first of all, congratulations on completing one year to this program. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for taking time out and uh, coming on the show today. I'm really grateful to you. All right. Uh, so, Shriya, you know, the, the format of the show is, you know, where I bring experts like you. And I curate a set of questions for you related to your subject. So it's mental health today. Uh, so I want to just talk about some best practices, which everybody should know, you know, and uh, everybody should follow during tough times like this. So if you're ready, we can start off. Yes, definitely. All right. Uh, so, you know, first thing I want to ask is, you know, uh, we are all going through a lot of uncertainties and processing a lot of trauma right now. You know, so what are some of the best ways to cope up with all these kind of things happening? Right. Um, so first, I think let's talk about the uncertainties that are going on around us. So many right. uncertainties, uh, not just uh, adults are facing it, but kids are also facing a lot of uncertainties. Uh, so what is happening is we are facing a lot of stress and anxiety. 
uh, mostly anxiety about you know what will happen in the future or whatever is happening around us is so terrible that uh, right. how will i cope with it so first thing right. that we need to understand is where this stems from is this stems especially from uh, thinking about the future that you know what will happen right. if this goes on right. or what if i find myself in that situation so anxiety sometimes 90% of the time stems from something that we are not facing right now but what we are right. thinking about right Absolutely. so the first first and foremost what we need to do is we need to bring our mind and our thoughts to the present moment now how to do right. it simple way just take a paper and a pen and write down whatever your thoughts are for example if you are being really anxious that you know uh there are no beds outside or you know there is no oxygen there's so much of um, the medical system is crashing and everything so write it right. down you know that yes i am feeling worried about this thing now ask yourself that is there anything that i can do about this so maybe your right. mind might say that you know maybe you could donate something or you know if you can't then you can just take care of yourself by not stepping out of the house instead of right. that there's absolutely nothing that you can do right what we are doing here is we are taking a moment to write what is within our control and what is outside our control most of the times right. we are worried about the things that are absolutely out of our control and that makes us more anxious so right. knowing what is within our control and what is outside our control is very important now uh, it might seem that you know it's so simple just to write but like you know is it really going to help us so let's talk about our mind for a moment our right. mind is such a thing that whatever you tell it it's going to accept it you know no matter what the reality is so if you're going to tell uh, yourself that is your mind that you know it's so terrible outside it's the situation is so grim and how am i going to survive even if right. you're safe at your place where there's no covid positive patient around you still you will feel that anxiety because you're telling it to yourself Absolutely. so our mind is going to process it catch it and process it process it without knowing the reality so now if you tell your mind that something is absolutely out of my control but to take uh, my some time to process it because still now you're telling it how difficult it is and suddenly you're coming and telling right. that you know okay everything is fine so tell yourself all these things right. when you find yourself in that situation that you know okay this is completely out of my situation and i really cannot do anything about it so this is what we call mind training right. telling yourself something so that your mind captures it so this is something that you right. can do about the uncertainty uh now coming right. to the trauma point of it trauma right. is something very huge it is something that it comes from something that we've experienced personally it could be right. death of somebody in the family or losing the job or seeing some horrific situation that is going around so this right. is something that that holds a lot of gravity and it needs professional help so if there is anybody who finds themselves in such situation then i would suggest that you know visiting a mental health professional would be the best choice right right got it yeah so don't mind me you know i was smiling at some of your points because you know i have this huge problem of anxiety you know i for last one day or so i am having the sore throat and my mind is keep telling me that okay covid is going to come covid is going to come right. you know so i was right. i was laughing right. at myself all right, right. uh so the my my second question is you know this about this lockdowns and things like that so covid 19 it has forced most of us into social isolation 
loneliness for many of us. You know, so how can individuals cope up with this loneliness and isolation? I think this is the most distressing part about the pandemic and the lockdown of you know being inside your house with your family members or being alone which we were not used to at all i don't think anybody right. was used to all these things but it has happened now so right. what right. to do in such situation um isolation is completely natural because you were going out you were having your routine uh you were talking to people you were discussing a lot of things and then suddenly you're just inside your house working from home working in the house and everything is stopped the connectivity from the world has stopped the only connectivity we have in the outside world is because of the news or the social media right. so in this situation it is really important to actually stay connected with the people we want to stay connected with now okay. how is that possible of course we have whatsapp we have zoom calls or you know uh, duo calls so right. uh, i would i would say that take that step forward to stay connected with the people that you want to stay connected with instead of waiting for someone else to take that step now it it might not be necessary that you talk to each and every friend of yours once a day like you know like one day i'll call this friend tomorrow i'll call the other friend no but sometimes yeah. you do find yourself in that situation that you know okay i you know i just really need to talk to someone so don't hold yourself back so go and right. talk to that person try, right, try right. to stick connected as possible and most important thing uh, part because that is what we have to avoid doing second most important right. thing for feeling loneliness is because somewhere we have lost the connection with ourselves also um because it might be because of the situation around or maybe since a long time because you know uh students are sitting at home uh attending online lectures there's so so much of uncertainty because of the exams or um so many people have been laid off so there might be self doubt and right. there's no connection with ourselves so to regain that connection to reconnect with ourselves the me time the self time that we call is also really important and it is not necessary right. that you know you take 2 uh, 3 days off and then you just sit with yourself just one hour every day with yourself can really bring you out of that situation so right. do something that you have been dreaming to do since a long time but you did not get time because of, of your other works so one right. hour out of the 24 hours i think is really you know it is doable so give that much time to yourself also because connecting with yourself is also important to get out of that isolation so right. i think Got these it. two things are important and one more thing that i would like to add is um yes we are cut off from you know the outside world but uh right. if you want to stay connected if you want to feel appreciated appreciated again then try to be helping hands you know try to volunteer as much as possible or trying to help your family members at your home doing household chores that also brings a form of connection so right. something do something that will really connect you with others and also with yourself Got it. Got it. That's absolutely doable things and very good advice there. All right. So you just mentioned a little bit about social media and the digital world, right? So I know for a fact that it's it it keeps adding a lot of stress in our lives with the negative news, uh, you know, fake news, etc., etc. So what what are your top advice to manage uh, the negativity from these kind of platforms? Yes. So social media. Uh, 
pre-COVID was a form to escape the reality, you know, Instagram, right. Facebook, Twitter. You just you just go there and you just find other people's life. And it was right. fun, like, you know, just a moment of escaping all the routine tasks that you were doing. But now it has become a platform where, you know, you actually get to know everything that is happening. And that is very uh, distressing, uh, is what right. we can call it. Right. So, uh, limiting your time on social media is something that you could do. Now, uh, what happens is a lot of my clients also say that that becomes a little difficult because we're so used to having our phones with us. And, you know, immediately right. when we have a break, we just turn to our phone and then we just tap away and there's Instagram right. or there's Facebook or anything else. So, right. uh, replace it with something, you know, replace okay. it with maybe listening to music whenever you have that urge of you know, having that phone in your hand, maybe just go and listen to music five minutes, then get back to your work. Replace it with some other game, not PUBG kind of games, of course, but something <laughs> that will soothe, soothe your mind. Right? So replace it with something or just whenever you have that urge of uh, having uh, your phone in your hand, just keep your laptop, your phones in one room and just go for a walk. It might be from your bedroom to your living room. So try to right. replace this these habits. And if you're too courageous, right. then you could also try detox, uh, you know, deleting everything from your, uh, right. but don't right. do it just right away. Like, you know, just, okay, today I've got to know about detox. So I'm just going to uninstall everything. That might be right. a little difficult. So do it step by step. Maybe limit yourself um, that, you know, I won't check my social media or wh while right. I'm working or while I'm having my food. And then slowly, right. slowly you can start doing it. Uh, but now you spoke about the negativity of social media. I want to right. talk something uh, other than that, that what I have observed in people is that during these times, they were feeling guilty about watching some good or funny content on social media. That, you know, right. what is happening in the world and what am I doing? Am I really watching this? Does that make me a bad person? There was a lot right. of guilt related to this also. So I would really like right. to say that Please uh, don't limit yourself to know everything. Like, you know, you don't have to know each and everything that is going outside in the world. Uh, there right. are a lot of influencers who are putting pressure on the youngsters. I feel that, you know, you should be knowing this because you're going to elect a lot of people who are going to run our country. So you should be knowing everything that is going outside in the world. Yes, it is important to know. But if it is taking a toll on your mental health, then it is not important to know each and everything that is going on outside. So right. it is okay if you're memes or if you're watching comps on Instagram or you know on any social media. Do not feel guilty about it because that is your moment to feel relieved, to distract yourself from whatever is happening. So don't take that guilt of overusing social media as well. As long as you use it wisely, it is all right. So don't think of it as a complete course. You can have positive effects from that right. as well. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, I have tried digital detox, but uh, maximum I could go was 14 days. <laughs> After yeah. that, I had to reinstall all, all that the is, that is right. That is also a long time though. 14 days is a great time. You did great. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. So moving on from, you know, uh, social media, you know, what, what are the, you know, mental health is something which we all take it for take for granted you know we don't we don't we don't talk about it much or uh, we don't share about mental health with our friends even we talk about everything else in the world but not about mental health so what are some of the best practices 
you recommend to everyone to stay on top of their mental health nowadays? Okay. Um, so, first and foremost, it is very important to know that our mind and body is connected. Right. They both complement each other. If you are having right. any difficult physical difficulties, uh, say for example, you're, you're feverish and you're not feeling well, then automatically you'll reach a mental saturation. You won't feel like doing anything. Uh, on the other hand, if you're feeling stressed out or you know, if you're um, anxious, then you might have some physical symptoms of it, like stomach ache, headache, or burning sensation right. in your chest or something. So there's a connection right. between your mind and your body. So to maintain right. this connection, it is really important to keep your mental well-being in check. It is also important to keep your physical well-being in check as well. So some form of physical activity. You know, it right. is really important that you move your body continuously sometime uh, then it might be exercising it might be yoga it might be something as simple as just breathing techniques right. but some physical activity throughout the day to keep your physical and mental health in check it is really important uh, because right. what happens is when you do some physical activity there are certain uh, hormones and certain neurotransmitters, so not hormones, sorry, certain neurotransmitters and chemicals which are released in your body, which help right. us feel good. So certain amount of exercise is something that everybody can try, definitely. Just even 15 to 30 minutes of uh, exercise that I've told you could also right. be great. Then, right. most important thing, avoid reading newspaper, watching uh, any sort of news, or using any social media at least an hour after you've woken up. Uh, right. Do not start your day with that. Uh, yes, I know you want to stay informed and you know, the world is not all negative. There's something positive as well. But right. I think that one hour you can give it to yourself. So maybe don't start it with that because even though we are not thinking about something consciously, when we read or hear something, our mind still takes it and processes it. So unconsciously, a lot of things are going on inside and then that right. impacts us. So that one hour before, uh, after you've woken up, just try avoiding all these things. Then right. again, most important thing is what you, what you watch, not news, but maybe Netflix, Amazon, Hotstar, whatever series you're watching, especially what you're binge watching. That is important. Right. It is okay if you watch one episode of something uh, every day, but if you're binge watching something, then what content it is? Is it filled with violence? Is it filled with something unpleasant? Then you need to check it because like I said, even if it is not consciously getting it, somewhere from somewhere it is getting inside your mind and then it affects you. Absolutely. Um, last thing, something that is my favorite is practicing gratitude. Uh, gratitude has been scientifically researched and it has been said that uh, being grateful has a lot of positive impact on your physical health as well as mental health. So there's ample of information on gratitude available online. One a small exercise that I would like to uh, suggest here is uh, after you wake up, just write down 10 things that you're grateful for uh, last day, the previous day. Right. Okay. Right. Start your sentence with, I'm thankful for absolutely anything. Small list of small things could also be possible. Uh, if you say that, you know, I really don't have anything to be grateful for. What do I have? Look what, what is happening outside. But if you're watching right. this live stream right now, that means you have some device on which you're watching. Be grateful for that. Right. Your internet connection, be grateful for that. 
forget that also you woke up today you had your food you have a roof over your head that is also important so be grateful for that be grateful for your health practicing gratitude is something that will keep your mental health in check so this is a small exercise that i am uh, asking you to do so 10 things every day to be grateful of and you will see slowly how it affects you in a positive Absolutely, because uh, you know, I even I have read a, a lot about gratitude, but uh, hmm. you know, journaling about it, it's not as easy as you know, it's it's said, you know, write yes. about ten things. Yes. Sometimes to make it a habit, it's a really really tough task, you know. So, right. but it's a very good practice. Absolutely, thank uh, you so much for sharing. Yeah, yes. Please. What you can do if if anybody is really interested, or even if you are interested, there's a beautiful book called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. and she has given us beautiful 28 days practice that you know you can do one practice every day to inculcate that uh, gratitude practice in you so it's right. really beautiful and you know it just takes 10 to 15 minutes every day to start that was my start to practicing gratitude so if right. you're really interested or if anybody is interested you could just check out that book and just you know just try it and the, see if it helps the magic is it the magic the magic the magic yes that's right Imagine. All right, all right. I'll check it out over the weekend. All yes. right. So you know, uh, moving on from the best practices, you know, to about some of the negative things. Like for example, fear, worry, and stress. These are unavoidable in our life these days, right? We are all afraid of COVID, obviously. We are most of us. Some of us are afraid of losing job or our loved ones, etc. There's a lot of worry, and it creates a lot of stress in our lives. so what are your top advice you know to keep these at a non destructible level right um fear worry is uh are one of the emotions that every human being faces once at least once in their life now probably we are facing it a lot but if you right. recall in previous times also there was always some kind of worry or there might have been some kind of fear or stress um just like happiness or you know experiencing love these are pleasant ones which we want but along right. with that we also have some unpleasant emotions and worry and fear are some of it so like you said it is unavoidable you cannot avoid right. all these emotions because everybody has to face it uh Absolutely. but the most important thing is to not run away from it uh would you run away uh, from happiness or could you not show that you're happy even if you try hard to not show it your face would show it you know you'll have a little bit of smile and you might show that yes i am happy so why not show your worry and fear as well first thing to change anything is to accept the situation so if you're worried about something sit with yourself and be okay with it that you yes i am worried about it and you know i need to do something about it if you're okay with that peace you be calm to handle the situation the first thing is to right. sit down with yourself and tell yourself that yes i'm worried no matter what the situation is don't tell yourself that it's so silly why should i be worried about it but it's okay if that thought has come to your mind right. then it is fine it is okay right and then second thing when you know you're calm and then you might be able to handle the situation then confront your worries like i told you before 90% of our problems stem from what if this happens they don't stem from okay this is happening right now but we either think about the future or we think about the past 
So confront your worries. Are they really rational? Like I said, can I do anything about it? If I can do that, for, for sure, go for it. You know, if you're, you've had any quarrel with your friend, what can I do in this situation? And I'm worried about it that I might lose this friendship. What can you do? Right. You can just ask your friend that, you know, or try to solve it. Instead of um, waiting, you know, oh, but that person did not do this. So why should I do it? And, you know, increasing that worry or that fear. Uh, right. So do something that is in your hands, in your control. And it's okay if you waste one day because you're not feeling good because of these worries. You don't have to be productive every day. I've seen a lot of people who take all that mental fatigue with them, carry it throughout and then put it in their work. It is right. okay to, you know, if you uh, if you are not being productive because of this worry that you're having. So it, tell yourself that, you know, it's okay and I'll see what to do about it. And of course, if it becomes excessive, then uh, please visit a mental health professional. I think this is going to come again and again that, you know, seek help. Right. Because if something becomes excessive, then that is the step that you need to take. Absolutely. So there's, uh, there's nothing wrong in seeking help when it comes to oh, mental health, at least, you know, that's, that's much, much needed. All right. Another important, uh, you know, thing which I wanted to discuss with you was sleep deprivation, right? A lot of us are having sleepless nights. People are replying to emails at three o'clock in the morning, replying to WhatsApps at 2 a.m. in the morning, etc., etc. So, you know, studies, when I was doing my research, I could see that mm. one in five, one in five adults suffer from sleep deprivation, which leads mm. to mental fatigue. So how how to manage sleep deprivation in a natural fashion? How can we do that? Right. Right. So like you said, people are awake till two, three, four in the morning. I think that right. is where the issue lies. Change in the routine. You know, uh, right. we're working. Uh, now they're working from home. So and I think the hours have also increased since they're working from home. Right, right. So maybe they're getting time only at night to you know maybe watch something or being with themselves or you know to stay connected with somebody else but maintaining right. a routine is really important really really important so sleeping on time uh and following this throughout not on weekends of right. course because that is something that uh, you need for yourself but following and maintaining a routine is really important second right. thing like i said what you watch that also affects right. our mind very much what you uh watch is it, it just affects you in a very bad way if it is something unpleasant and then that thought keeps right. on going in your mind right? right uh another important thing is something uh like you say like i said anxiety some unnecessarily unnecessary thoughts keep coming to our mind which have no connection to what is happening right now. Maybe 15 years back, whatever has happened, we might think of it. Or, you know, something that is not relevant to now is coming to our mind and we are like, okay, I'm not able to sleep or nothing is happening. Why is this happening? Right. Uh, right. So I would like to tell a technique here that we call free writing. Now, okay. what happens is, let, again, let's go to our mind and understand uh, thoughts over here. So thoughts are something that just keep coming to us. Even if you're talking right now, you might be having some thoughts, you know, behind back of your mind. Like, okay, I need to ask this question. I need to ask this question or whatever right. she's saying is making sense or something of that sort. Absolutely. So we always have, always have these thoughts. So I call this thought train. Okay. So this train keeps on going to one station to another, unloading and taking passengers. Continuously yeah. it is going on. 
okay so it is important that these thoughts have a channel to leave your mind like you know to leave that compartment so how right. do we give that a channel by writing now when i say writing people are already bored that no oh, she is going to tell us to journal and you know it's really boring that how do we write but this is something other this is a new form of writing that we call free writing what you do right. is you only let your mind and your hand do the work shut off that analytical part of your brain that says you know don't write this or don't write that whatever comes to your mind you're writing it on the paper don't worry about the grammar don't worry about the language don't worry about the sentence formation whatever is coming in your mind just write it down if it becomes very right. difficult shut your eyes and write things down keep writing until and unless your mind is like okay now i have nothing to say and it happens it's not like you know it will not happen your mind will be like okay fine ho gaya ab ye sab and i don't read that again you know just throw throw that paper what we are doing is we are we are giving our thoughts a channel because disturbing thoughts are again very important and one of the main reasons for sleep deprivation uh right. along with the routine and along with this what you can do is now again technology instead of cursing it let's use it so beautiful sleep meditation tracks we have you have youtube so you know you have eight hours six hours or one tracks very naturally you know you just put it on and uh, you go with it now it might be difficult for some people to you know immediately um go inculcated or you know to get used to it but try doing it until and unless you don't do it for specific amount of days you know to get used to it. so try sleep meditation tracks or uh, try flighting please try to maintain the routine that is very important try to do it and if your phone is giving you a hard time to maintain that routine keep it outside your room i don't do that of course saying all these things is is very easy but doing it is very it's you know it you feel it's unimaginable but if it is becoming really tough for you then you really need to take some steps and again if it is becoming too much please visit a mental health professional because sometimes what happens is uh, we do try all these remedies but the root problem is something else and we are treating something else on our own so right. if it is you know the if the root problem is something else then you need to visit a mental health professional and then see what is going on got it got it so you you mentioned that that's free writing or it's called free writing right free writing yes yeah yeah i'm going to i'm going to try that tomorrow morning sure <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yes. all right so you know next thing which i want to talk to you about was you know the kind of work you guys do you sharmishta and all <laughs> You know, you guys are in middle of the people offering them help, etc. So, mental and psychosocial support is much needed for helping individuals now. So, what are what are your thoughts on our current system in place in the country? Is it is it well equipped or is it lacking? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, right. Since one year, since we have had the first positive. case of covid-19 uh, how many times have you heard reporters or any government officials say that you know we are providing mental health support to the patients or the families of the patient uh i have not heard sorry <laughs> yeah so i think the answer lies in that that we are not really equipped with good mental health infrastructure here in this country uh, right because you know even during these times i think mental health professionals were not considered as frontline workers 
which was really heartbreaking because we were listening to people go through such tough times and you know facing such 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 situations and you know as professionals we were listening to it we were trying to understanding understand it and when people were trying to unload it it was becoming very difficult but right. still we are not considered as uh, you know uh, frontline workers because we are not physically present there what we are doing is just giving our mind and our mental health to that right. so yes the infrastructure is not very well equipped second thing now why it might be because you know less awareness uh that you know many a times people say that no, no, mental health wagera kuch nahi rehta it's just a fad that you know, youngsters are putting up and it's just nothing hamare time pe to nahi tha abhi kaise abhi kaise anxiety ho gaya aapke time pe bhi tha but aapko symptoms nahi samajh mein aaya kyunki aapko kisi ne educate nahi kiya it's not their fault you know nobody tried to tell people that you know this is something really grave and you need to go out and seek help so right. again awareness is not properly done second most right. heartbreaking thing for this is malpractices of the of the professionals i see okay. so many people out there who are uh, calling themselves clinical psychologists with inappropriate degrees or not having the license with them or you know just doing one course of some therapy and then getting into the counseling way you know Okay. There, there was this one insta post that i came across where it was written that i am not um, i don't have a mental health degree or psychology degree i but i have read a lot of books because i was you know interested in it i have a lot of knowledge so you can come and you can you know talk to me as a counselor but if degree matters to you then you know please don't come to me to no. that somebody had written that what if i tell you that you know i am not a doctor uh, an md but i am very interested in heart surgery so i have read a lot of books about it and i have an ample of knowledge about it so you can come and talk to me would you go to the yeah. doctor i mean you would <laughs> right so how do you right. how do you call yourself a professional your license and experience to handle uh, such cases because equal to doctor doctors are said that you know patients give their life in hands of their doctor what are our clients doing they're doing the same you know mental well-being like i said mind and body is connected and if such malpractices goes on then of course people are not going to trust us one bad experience that people are going to already people are reluctant to go out and seek help on top of it if right. such professionals do something then it is not going to be good but what i have also observed is a lot of people like if you see the situation in our country if you would have seen it 5 years ago and now then yes there's a lot of change happening a lot of youth is you know getting into mental awareness and they're actually taking a step to even seek help uh right. they are educating the other people as well you know no no as a they are educating the parents they are educating the grandparents you know no right. you're having this so you know just come and seek right. help don't be hesitant about it so yes definitely there is there are a lot of um, initiatives that are carrying carrying on i am doing my part of creating awareness dear mind is doing their part but it is really small we need to create awareness on a bigger platform and we are trying it every mental health professional is trying it along with us if no like you know uh, non psychology background people could also do it then 
we could reach a point where you know we would have a great mental health infrastructure because it is needed so awareness is something that is needed and yes we are there, like you know we are reaching there it's just that the process is is a little slow but right. it is going on it's not stagnant so i'm at least happy about it right right at least the future is optimistic and uh, yes, i'm yes. pretty sure you know people like you sharmishta and all are the real examples of you know how people, i think i'm pretty sure the people will start paying attention to their mental health like their physical health for sure all right fantastic all right so my next question you know uh, i was reading this somewhere you know some experts about mental health they were writing this was a international journal that this pandemic is going to have a long term effect on our all all of us you know everybody's mental health you know so what are your thoughts on that and what are the what are the what are some of the solutions you might recommend to reduce the impact of this uh yes definitely this pandemic might have long term and long lasting impact on all of us uh because the things that might change after the pandemic the financial situations or you know a lot of things that might happen in future but that is something that like i said that is completely out of our control so Absolutely. that is something that we can tackle in different ways but right now what we can do is uh take help in the first stage of our issues what i mean by okay. this is go and seek professional seek professional help when you need it right now don't wait for yourself to collapse completely and then go and talk to a professional right. because if 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 your issues are sorted right now then that impact is not going to last for a longer time on you like we said you know that impact might uh, last for a longer time if you seek right. help right now if you start working for yourself right now it won't last now how to do okay. this a lot of a lot of people ask me that you know when do you think is the correct time to see a mental health professional because we don't know uh, uh, if it is something physical like you know if you are having fever or something then we know okay, okay we need to go and go to a doctor to get some medicines but how do we know about our mental health because mood swings hote rehte we feel low we feel high at times right. you know not every day is the same right what i tell is if a thought crosses your mind that do i do i need to go and see a mental health professional that is your cue that is your cue to go and make oh, that right. appointment now why are right. uh, we ask ourselves that you know do i need to again conditioning that has been going on mental health is it really necessary or do i really need to go there so what our defenses right. are so high that instead of telling ourselves that you know yes we need help we ask ourselves do we really need help but that is your right. cue your mind and your body continuously keeps telling you they they give you some cue so that is your cue that you know you go and seek professional help even if you don't have any issues and you know even if you are like uh maybe these are just mood swings that i'm having consider it as a routine checkup like you do for your your body like you know you just go and even if there's nothing wrong with your body you just go and have it checked so just Absolutely. make an appointment if there's nothing then you'll have 45 minute session with a person who is going to listen to you with most non judgmental approach be with you and try to understand you so even right. if there's nothing wrong or you know if you feel that there's nothing grave happening with me at least you'll have that session where you know you'll feel good about things so yes right. instead of waiting for the last stage to occur just go and you know start 
understanding yourself better and start understanding okay something is happening and i really need to now you know take steps to prevent it to avoid right. the long term effects that we might have later on right got it so keep on keep on looking for these cues don't take them lightly and go get seek support as soon as possible all right so another thing which uh, we have touched upon earlier which was anxiety you know so that is that is you know a topic which can have a session on itself right so you know it's very common these days so how do you think how do you think people can cope up with anxiety exactly okay uh coping up with anxiety like again i'm going to tell you understand the intensity frequency and duration of your anxious thoughts if it is something manageable truly manageable not like you know i will do it kind of manageable then it is fine if it becomes too much please make an appointment so the covid anxiety that how we can manage is stick to verified resources if you're going to watch the news uh, there are a lot right. of pages who verify the information and then put things up as content so look for right. such pages and follow them instead of following every page that is working around the covid situation stick to verified right. resources okay right then second most important thing is focus only on the things that you can control just focus on that key you know right. yes cases are rising but what i can do i can wear a mask and then go outside if only necessary what i can do right. to be safe um you know if i don't know about my job what will happen but that is just something right. about in future right now what i can do is i can work and give my 100% so focus right. only and only on the things that you can control again train your mind to do that it is not going to happen overnight right then right stay well connected with your friends with your peers only when required now uh, like i said stay connected every day might bore you so you know whenever you require to talk to someone stay well connected then right. most important thing is be mindful about what you watch what you talk and what you listen three most important things if it is becoming too much just stop it you know if your family is watching something and you cannot take it you can just go and sit in your room you can be polite to them and tell them like no i cannot take this and i really need to take so i i won't watch this or if somebody is trying to have a conversation with you regarding covid you can be polite to them also that you know yes i know it is difficult but i know i don't think i'm in that mental capacity to to hear about it right if watch if you're watching docu series there are lots of coming about you know covid was uh was spreading and how it happened again anxiety anxiety what we are doing we are piling up we are piling up unnecessarily we are piling up so uh, try to find out such ways where you know you can take care of yourself and most importantly take care of your body uh, take care of your body your mental health well being is also going to be in touch uh, right. apart from right. that now this was about covid situations now anxiety right. can also stem up because of self doubt um, right say for example you know i have just started up like you know just started as a fresher and it was my opportunity to go and prove something but what am i doing i'm sitting at home and you know working right. from home this is not what i wanted or i'm not able to give my 100% please right. know that in current situations even if you're giving your 1% that is enough and you have to appreciate yourself for that have you ever have you ever hugged yourself or have you ever Uh, stood in front of a mirror and said that you know you're doing good 
even if nobody's saying that you are doing good we don't say that because we are scared to face ourselves because you know we right. don't feel that we we deserve it you're deserving right. of every appreciation so even if you're uh, doing one or uh, giving 1% of what you are supposed to do just appreciate yourself and feel start loving yourself that is the most important thing uh right. apart from this you know supplementary techniques like grounding techniques or breathing techniques for anxiety can help but that depends on uh, what your intensity is uh, so what we do is we don't tell it normally but when a person comes up a client comes up and if we feel that you know okay, this person might not need counseling sessions but supplementary techniques might work with them we provide that to them so that is also that could also be done that you know if you're feeling that it is happening like you know once in a while and what do i do to cope with it then you can use the supplementary techniques so these are few things that you can uh, do to keep your anxiety yeah. at I think I think I think those are very very useful tips. You know, um, I may use a couple of them myself because <laughs> these these are very doable and you know it 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 works like a charm. I have heard about it, yeah. but the way you mentioned it, it's it makes much more easier to practice. All right. Yeah. So before before we uh, get to understand about Shreya, one final question about mental health that's related to kids. You know, this COVID has mm -hmm. impacted kids also too much. you know they are also impacted they are locked down in their house they are not able to go down and cycle in the park with their friends etc so what are some of the best practices you suggest to yes. help kids during these times yes the most affected population during the lockdown uh their world has completely come to their house you know they're completely locked down and what to do because they're used to go to right. school have fun and now what they're doing is attending school on their laptop which is you know they find it really boring right. my 5 year old cousin she literally used to roll her eyes and be like okay now your school is starting and she's like but what do i do i just keep yawning when you know i just sit in front of the laptop screen i don't want to do this for standard kid what are right. you going to tell them they cannot understand the gravity of the situation right. uh, but as parents right. what you can do is i think along with adults it is important and i think it's most important that you follow their kids routine even if they are at home right. uh, that does not mean that you know uh, they can like you know okay chalta hai na abhi kya ghar pe hi hai to क्या फर्क पड़ता है अगर यू नो द स्कूल इज ऑन एंड माई किड इज प्लेइंग समवेयर वीडियो और वेकिंग अप योर चाइल्ड फाइव मिनट्स बिफोर द स्कूल एंड यू नो सिटिंग मेकिंग दम सिट इन फ्रंट ऑफ द लैपटॉप एंड द चाइल्ड इज लाइक वॉट इज है रूटीन this time and then you know do your morning routine have your breakfast then sit for your school and you know then whatever they used to do in school make a routine according to it like their uh, snacks time their lunch time their activity time so try to maintain right. a sleep wake routine their eating habits routine then second most important thing like you said they are not even able to go and play in the park or you know play with right. their friends so try to find some activities that they can do at home again physical activity is a must could be as easy as skipping or making them run from kitchen to the bedroom or bedroom to the living room you know just make it a competition right. that you know okay let's let's just do this so some kind of physical activity is needed along with some 
entertaining activities now kids are like you know if they do something once they'll be like now i'm not going to do it i have already done this yesterday right. why are you giving me this again and again so try to right. find out some great activities like mandala if your kid is you know in a, in a higher um, standard you can ask your child to create a mandala if not then you know just color it or give them puzzles to solve best way even right. cognition capacity increases because of that but right. most important thing is whatever you give please make sure it is a hard copy please do not give them any gadgets to you know access all these things because kids are very smart very smart they'll they just try to manipulate you and this time especially during this covid time that manipulating like anything you know i have nothing to do now give me something and i'm going to play so right right being parents of your kids is really really like you know important and that is not happening somehow then right. uh, another thing is um, have a clear and a nice communication with your child uh, before bedtime try to ask them you know what did they do and instead of asking them you can also tell what did you do how was your day right. try to have communication right. with your child because if you are working parents you are working throughout the day and when you're almost done your child might be sleeping or might be watching television if you're not right. not a working parent you might be busy with something else and you know might not get time to connect with your uh, child so please right. have a communication with your child like you know how are you how are things with you and this can be a daily routine also that you know before going to bed just come and talk to me or do something like you know let's let's do something together another important thing is let your child be bored let them get used to boredom you do not have to serve them uh, everything on a plate that you know okay you're bored do this okay you're bored do this no because being bored is also helpful at times it makes you think like it makes the child think what they want to do so let them be bored if they are like and i'm sure the parents have must have heard this phrase and i am bored tell me what to do 10 times a day and that right. is especially because they want something like they want your phone or they want access to youtube i am bored i have nothing to right. do now give me your phone i want to play no right. you're bored okay try to think what you can do you have so many right. materials with you you have your crayons you have all these things now you are going to try and do something for me do it right. so you know don't spoon feed your child i know this this times are you know very uncertain and very boring for kids also but let that boredom also sink in that is also really good for them so these right. are few things to keep in mind right 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 very very fantastic tips for parents there i am hope, hoping that people who are listening will try to follow it all right so uh, today's topic is over but uh, i try to get to know about my guest a little bit so i have couple of questions on your work your background etc etc so uh my first question is you know uh i uh i had sharmishta on the show and uh, yeah. she spoke about dear mind and the kind of work they do i have so much respect for her and the kind of work you guys do so you know if you can tell us a little bit about the kind of work you guys are engaged in now during the pandemic and what kind of work has been going on over the last one year yes dear mind has been doing great work great work so we started dear mind has been uh, a online initiative platform since a very long time i think since 2018 and i have right. associated with them uh, since i think 2019 before the right. pandemic itself and right. uh, when this started then uh, you know they started off 
going online consultation, online counseling service, free of cost right. for anybody who is facing issues. So I was really interested in it. So, you know, I was on board and we were, I think, three counselors. Yes, we were three counselors at that time and we were handling the cases and we had no clue that we'd be getting such great response. We didn't know people were in such dire need of, you know, going and talking to someone for having a counseling session so we right. provided free counseling sessions to people and then right. from there it just went on the mental health awareness it was already going on but now people started knowing about it there was a word right. spreading that you know there's this platform is doing something we're providing online services so that is what we've been doing right now as well and now we are a team of i think six or seven counselors uh from three wow. to uh, six or seven counselors we went to that in a uh, time span of one year and still we have so many uh, cases, uh, so many people signing up for it that, you know, we are at capacity. So that yeah. is what we have been doing. We are still providing free counseling session. The first session is completely free of cost. So you, anybody who's watching this, like I said, you know, if you are understanding that cue that, okay, something is happening, do feel free to visit our page on Instagram and, you know, sign up for your first consultation. Now, second uh, interesting thing that your mind is coming, uh, is launching, is uh, a course on peer counseling that anybody can okay. do. Uh, you right. know, it would be most like first aid uh, for emotional well-being because uh, even people from non-psychology background are interested to know, ki, okay, but what if a person with mental health condition comes and talks to us? How do we handle it? Because I mean, that is also important. If your family member is going important. through something, then you need to understand what to do. So right. we are starting pure counseling as well. It is under okay. construction and we'll be making an announcement very soon. So right. that is all about, th th this is something basic about Dear Mind and you would really get to know a lot from their website. So do check our website and our Instagram page if you want to more information. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's a fantastic initiative, you know. So And yeah. you guys are all so young and doing such a fabulous mm -hmm. job. It's it's kind of uh, mind-blowing for a normal person like me. Thank you. Know? you. Right. So, you know, other thing which which was, which caught my, my uh, you know, interest when I was reading about your profile and all that was you are a co-founder of Unico, a mental health platform. So if you can talk a little bit about Unico, that would be fantastic. Yes. So Unico, like you said, is a mental health platform. And uh, I had started it with one of my colleagues uh, who is also a counselor, a psychologist. Right. So the idea for Unico was that it, we started it during uh, last year's pandemic itself. Uh, what right. we observed as psychologists was that a lot of mental health professionals were coming online and taking webinars about, you know, like how to manage anxiety or you know, a lot of things. And what we right. thought was missing was that people are not coming up and telling their issues, what they expect from right. mental health professionals. So why not provide right. a platform where people will talk and we will listen. So right. uh, our, our first aim obviously is to create awareness of mental health. So we try to uh, post content which could be understood by non-psychology background people because that is what we're targeting, right? We want people right. to come up and seek help. So we are trying to provide some content from them uh, for them. And second, most important thing is that we have events where we have people who come and talk about how things affected them. So we've had six to six, seven events where, you know, there was a specific topic. Our first topic was dealing with uncertainties. So how people dealt with it. Our right. main idea yeah. was 
to provide a platform to people to come and talk about themselves instead of just listening to the professionals and uh, what happened because of that was because uh, that the other people who were just there to listen to the other uh, the speaker story they could relate to them and they were like yes this happened with me too oh he tried this maybe i could try this or you know i'm not alone who's facing this so right. uh, a lot of connectivity also happened so this is we're just at the beginning of it we are at the primary level of this initiative and we try to we're going to try to take it to some uh, next level so this is the basic thing that we're doing at unico very nice very interesting concept and uh, i wish you all the best for taking it to the very very highest level possible all right and my final question today for you is you know uh, you are also associated with sakal media group with their weight camp initiative so if you can uh, talk a little bit about that that would be great sure so sakar media group as you know sakar newspaper so it is a media group uh, of the same branch weight uh, yeah. is uh, we are in this together they it is their mental right. health initiative i was really uh, happy to know that uh, sakar group you know such a group who's associated with media is starting something related to mental health and i was like wow that's right. really great and i have associated with them as a blog writer so i write blogs right. on uh, related to mental health again my uh, contribution to provide awareness on mental health Right. so that is what i do and they also have a beautiful uh, platform where you know it is called sakar sobat boluya where uh, a lot of experts come in and they are interviewed about cases related to mental health various topics on mental health and they are also providing counseling services so that okay. is in short about what sakar is doing they are coming up with really great courses also like music therapy and posh so right. they are also trying to you know step up the game in mental health awareness and doing their work and i am just a tiny part of it trying to contribute <laughs> my knowledge right right yeah yeah it's fantastic no part is tiny when it comes to mental health i believe <laughs> and uh, 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 i'm thank you know i wish you all the best with all these wonderful things you're doing and uh, thank you so much for uh, taking your time out and coming on the show i'll speak to you soon Yes, yes. Thank you for inviting me, and all, all the best right. for your show as well. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So that was uh, Shreya. Shreya spoke fantastic about the practices which we all can follow, and lot of topics we covered. It was such a pleasant. one hour i didn't know one hour passed through you know there are so many topics she talk about sleep deprivation anxiety a uh, lot of things right stress uh, how to take care of mental health and everything so this is a humble effort from my side to bring some awareness on this topic which needs to be spoken by all of us right mental health is such a difficult topic it's still a taboo in most of the households in india we all need to speak up and take care of ourselves so next week i have a professor coming from all the way from united kingdom talking about myths of mental health so let's try to bust some myths about mental health so i want all of you to stay safe wear double mask don't get out of your house thank you for listening to the thrifty marketer podcast For more exciting episodes like these, please follow the Thrifty Marketer podcast today.
now available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. See you next episode.